watched any of the previous episodes of Myth Magic Medicine, it may be a little jarring to see me pop up here. Dr. Noraz Abu Hamide chatted with me for the show on Sunday, September 10th. And we recorded this short, very short redo two weeks later because less than a day after we'd talked, our home country of Libya was devastated by the dam failures. It just didn't feel right to either of us to post a chit-chatty video so soon after the disaster. And she kindly agreed to a brief conversation with me about the efforts in Libya. There are links to organizations helping there and throughout the world in the notes below. Thank you for watching. I rarely ask, but please share this podcast as widely as you can within your community. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming. So it's very unfortunate. Um, a very unfortunate disaster happened on September 10th, Sunday. Uh, as you all know, the storm Danielle struck the city of Darna. And at that time, the heavy rain uh, destroyed two dams and the two dams in Darna, which is called um, Darna Wadi River. And that caused a gush of uh, estimate of around 8 million gallon of water who uh, flooded the city of Derna and unfortunately caused all the damage, sweep out all the buildings, cars, people, belonging all away and cause all that damage and disaster. So I'm here to answer any question you have. Well, I, I would, the, um, the initial death, um, expected death count, was then drastically revised by the World Health Organization. Do you have any up-to-date numbers? Because we're two, two mm -hmm. weeks out now. Mm -hmm. The last time I looked, they were estimated anywhere between 2,000 to 3,000. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Not, not as yeah. bad as they initially thought, but but at least you know, mm -hmm. it's a ter terrible number of people anyway. Yes. And there's a lot of thousands of people also um, still missing. So yeah. that's kind of up in the air whether, you know, they're going to be added to the number as well. You probably don't know the exact number, but what's the estimated number of internal refugees? These are now thousands of people they have to house. Um, 40,000. Mm -hmm. 43,000 people with the last number that I heard, they were displaced either mm -hmm. in the neighborhood cities or somewhere with their relatives, but it's estimated to be a 43,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. And any country would be struggling with that kind of events. So what sorts of things is Libya asking for external help for? Definitely. There's a huge help from what I heard is just the humanitarian aid, the psychosocial support, mental health, uh, sanitations, medication, um, everything that you can think of after disaster, mm -hmm. we definitely help with. Although they doing their best with a lot of supplies coming from outside the country, but it's still a huge need for those um, aids for sure. Yeah. And I, I did see some pictures of children in school because the schools were buildings that were still standing. So are they using those kind of facilities to house the people at the moment? Oh, that's true. Yeah. The yeah. school has been used. Mm -hmm. 
to have the people stay in them. Um, a lot of the neighborhood cities also uh, try to absorb those mm -hmm. refugees help them, of course, like city of Benghazi, city of eastern Libya is trying to absorb and help, especially that there's a lot of people from there. They have relatives and friends from nearby cities. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you said but, be before we started talking, you said your mother is from the eastern part of the country. Yes, is, she from, my mom, is she from Derna or from a nearby city? She was born in Derna, but she's uh, her family and she's originally from Benghazi. Mm -hmm. which is a close 50 kilometer away from Derna. Her family, luckily, all not affected, but I mean, you just, you yeah. just deeply by all these people who, you know, when, you know, hear about, it's really disaster that it's so unfortunate. Are there particular health issues other than physical injury, obviously, but are there particular health issues? Is sanitation going to pose major health problems more than they would perhaps in this country? Yes, of course. As in any situations with all these dead bodies and all these destructions that happen, there is a fear always of an epidemic that can happen due to that unhealthy waters, sanitations, um, a lot of mental health issues as well as it's going to be uh, accompanied all the stress and accompanying all the loss of mm -hmm. bodies and relatives. And, and, you know, the kids are lost their school and families are in the stress of losing relatives and what's going to happen to them in the futures among all that there is definitely and um, and the the great fear because they don't necessarily know if their loved ones are safe there's still thousands of people missing so correct okay. correct and now what seeing all these people who wish that their relative's body may be found to kind of get them buried just kind of to get them some relief where they are right to have and, a a situation that you can define so yes I, yeah. is um there was some earlier reporting about other dams or similar facilities that that were also in danger for for subsequent uh storms is there anything being done about that or is was that just a fear those particular dams they are lost last time I had the maintenance in 2008 2009 and with that being happened, that kind of eye opener on mm -hmm. whether we're going to do another, you know, infrastructure work or maintenance on other dams in the country. And it's a work in progress for sure. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. So that kind of brought to our attention that there's something else need to be done to prevent another disaster. Right. Yeah. Can you talk about, really want to talk about loss, but I think, I think pertinent the the area i don't think most americans and and other people like me sort of watch the news and vague idea of where things are um benghazi and tripoli are two towns that we recognize the name of but derna probably wasn't on most people's radar w what is the area what what is the most important aspect of that area to the country is it is a food growing is it a seaport what what is the importance of that part 
Yeah, it's one of the beautiful city actually in Libya. It kind of have a very strategic uh, geographical situations. It's like next to the Mediterranean, on the Mediterranean Sea. It's also like uh, bordered by mountain and it has that river, which is divided the city into two parts, which mm-hmm. is make it a good media. I mean, to grow of course, a lot of plants make it a very good transportation, uh, tourist area, if you would. A lot of Libyans go there to kind of have a vacations, have a good uh, sea sighting. And of course, like on the Mediterranean Sea, so it's perfect weather mm-hmm. in there. Um, the only thing is that it, it has never before that they witnessed some disaster like this or have mm-hmm. that... Um, ever thought of like that river is gonna accumulate that amount of rain before like even talking to my mom like from the east part of the country and uh, from what she heard that never this accumulate that much of the rainwater until mm-hmm. that happened yeah well yeah. climate change is affecting everybody i mean it's just why were That's we covering true. our eyes so much <laughs> make this a very short episode yes there are people you know who are affected by this um is there anything else you particularly like to say and then i'm going to ask you please come back for season four and we'll just do another conversation all about you because it it just feels feels very odd to suddenly how's life in omaha (laughs) is your libyan um is the community here in the U.S.? Do you have a, a support community of, of people? That- yeah. yeah, there is a huge community all over the U.S. Uh, in Omaha, not so much. It's not a big community, like seven families or so. But okay. in U.S., yeah, they are great support, great community. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of physicians as well. But then, then you have that sort of little guilt. Should I be somewhere else? Not you. You've <laughs> yeah. got a tiny baby to look after. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard anything about actual relief efforts that are going on? Say that again, one more time. Sorry. Have you heard of specifically from home or from your mother uh, about relief efforts that are going on? Are there physicians yeah. going in? I mean, I assume there are, but yes. which organizations yes, do you know about that have gone there? Mm-hmm. So the first organizations that went in there was the Red Crescent, the Libyan Red Crescent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a of, uh, in I would say like a voluntary doctor who voluntarily uh, went extra mile and went and helped uh, because there's only one hospital in there uh, up and running at the time of that, all that. But a lot of the doctors that went on their own, um, Red Crescent for sure is the first one. And then, of course, that by the time that it accumulates and it build up a lot of people that came and helped, volunteer people, physician as well. And then also there is a hospital, in field hospital that has been uh, made up at the time of the disasters, which is kind of accumulate and recruit uh, physicians from over the Libya. Okay. Yeah. And so how met... Is language an issue with working there? No, at all. Uh, speak Arabic, uh, English as well. Uh, um, some people also speak a little bit Italian as well. Oh, really? Uh, okay. i got to go check my yeah. history box as to why that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, a language is not an issue. Um, and actually, there is also like uh, neighbor countries and other countries also uh, send their uh, well-trained rescue team because there were like an, a huge need for uh, help in rescuing, specialized rescuing team who yes. try to rescue bodies from the water and all that. So Turkey sent a team, uh, Tunisia, um, I would say uh, UAE, also Egypt. They're mm -hmm. all kind of mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Okay, this this is a very short episode. I just I I'm just so stuck. It is it 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 makes it real to you. That we are one family in the world. When you know somebody who's actually from that area, it makes it much more real. Even though you may feel terrible watching the news. Once you turn it off, you could it it otherwise like none of us would get through the day, would we? But it, it does make so much difference when you know somebody from there. And and your husband, does he have family from the area uh, too? Uh, not from the area, not from the area. He's from a city called Guryan. But um he, of course, as we all kind of see that news, it's very sad because it's your country. Yeah. Although that you don't know that is affected but we truly all affected by that yeah yeah and you obviously are not going to be going back there with four children to look after and a new baby but um I, I, do you know of any americans who are likely to go or or american organizations yet that are involved I I don't know. I don't know actually if any American organizations. I know that UNICEF are sending supplies and they have a lot of volunteer. Uh, United Nations, UN, as I said, IUM, um, and then the, the countries that I mentioned already. But I don't know of any American organizations actually or physicians that kind of volunteer there mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. Perhaps individuals who come from the area. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, how long do they estimate it will take, assuming no other disasters, for them to rebuild the area? Excellent question. Uh, just uh, hearing what the mayor was saying about the mayor of Derna was saying, is it still they're doing that disaster aftermath? Yeah. Where, where they think it's going to be a lot of money needed to have Derna back up and running. But they, mm -hmm. he didn't really give a number. Mm -hmm. as far as I mean, it's, it's, they're still in the disaster. We're still trying to find. Absolutely. Oh, we'll find some people who are still alive, but it, the, just the day they. I also saw that it struck me as this little odd, actually, that the, the United Nations said, please stop using mass graves because it is so difficult for families to mourn and the other th parts of dealing with death that one needs to do. But it's also physically. You just have to deal with that huge number of bodies. It's, it's a difficult issue to deal with. Very, very difficult. I agree with you. Yeah. So it's it's going to take time. I agree with you. It's going to take time. Like any other disaster, like it's on you or any other disaster happening, it's going to take its time. Uh, needs a lot of hard work to kind of get it back up and running. But Yeah. A lot of efforts, a lot of hard work, I guess, on different aspects. They try to build back the electricity, they try to figure out the, the communication, telecommunications, try to get like, you know, the food, that's the healthy water, like the sanitation water also as well. So that's kind of take a lot of time to kind of mm -hmm. figure out. Did, 
did the storm affect other areas of the country as well? It was it was yeah. just where the dam. Okay, how bad yeah, was it, the storm for the rest well, of the country? Yeah, the eastern the eastern city in general affected, but I get the the most impact is uh, happened in Darna. But I guess Susa and the other eastern countries, uh, cities, sorry, was also affected as well with that. But you, but the focus is mostly driven into Darna because of the huge impact and what happened. Yes. The unfortunate, uh, yes, yeah, situation. I'm sorry. Usually, when when Thank I you. take these, do these podcasts, it's like so, and it's very upbeat because you know life is yeah. generally very good. But but this is it's really takes your breath away a little bit when this happens. some in in the family. Yes. <laughs> does so, it does? So I will say Thank I I will I will put information on both the. YouTube uh, channel and in the regular podcast, there will be info in the show notes uh, for organizations that are working there. And I will put information on how to contact Noraz for whatever you may wish to speak to her about, but she will be back next season to tell us all about her work here in the US and her family and how she got here, which is what we thought we'd be talking about. So thank you, thank you very much for coming today. and. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this rather short podcast. But go investigate how we can help Derna. Thank you so much. Thank you, Denise. Bye. Thank you for joining us at Myth Magic Medicine. If you have found this episode useful, you can apply for free CME credit through the link provided in the transcript. If you're not a medical professional, please remember... While we're physicians, we're not your physicians. So please consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you have heard might apply to you or a loved one. Until next time, bye-bye.